Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today we're going to be discussing bloodlines. Within the rich tapestry of the Harry Potter universe, the notion of magical bloodlines holds an undeniable allure. From the whispered legends of ancient wizarding families, to the complex dynamics of pureblood, halfblood, and muggle-born individuals, the concept of magical heritage weaves its way through the very core of the wizarding world. Blood status is one of the most controversial aspects, a concept in which wizarding families can be distinguished by the level of magically endowed family members. Generally speaking, people are slotted into one of the following categories. Pureblood, Halfblood, or Muggle. The existence of such a system, however, comes with its difficulties. You see, the different classifications of blood purity in the wizarding world actually act in a very similar fashion to race in the real world, which obviously leaves the door open for things like prejudice. Today we'll embark on a journey to uncover the secrets and intricacies surrounding magical bloodlines in the Harry Potter universe, delving into the depths of history and lore Together, we'll unravel the mysteries behind the significance of one's lineage within the wizarding community. Why does magical bloodline matter? What are the social implications associated with each bloodline category? And what sorts of underlying beliefs, prejudices, and privileges are associated with each classification in wizarding society? The wizarding world is certainly not shy to elements of prejudice. In fact, one of the main focuses of Voldemort's Death Eaters was establishing power of the world's half-bloods and muggles. Voldemort felt that those with pure bloodlines deserved to be in power, and anyone who got in his way would either be murdered or made to be indefinitely subservient, a slave to his regime. The Origins of Magical Bloodlines To understand the significance of magical bloodlines, we must first embark on a journey back through the corridors of time. Tracing the origins of these illustrious lineages, that have shaped the wizarding world. Long before Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry stood proudly on its grounds, ancient magical families roamed the earth. These illustrious lineages, with their rich histories and potent magic, played vital roles in the formation and development of the wizarding society we know today. Legends speak of the first wizarding families, whose bloodlines were intertwined with magic long before it was revealed to the broader world. Stories tell of great witches and wizards 
who mastered the deepest secrets of the magical arts, passing down their knowledge and abilities through generations. But with the emergence of these powerful magical families came social hierarchies and divisions based on blood purity. The concept of pure blood supremacy became entrenched in the wizarding world, with those born into families untouched by muggle or non-magical heritage seeing themselves as the stalwarts of wizarding tradition. And these belief systems persist to this day, shaping social attitudes and prejudices within the wizarding community. The most ancient houses, such as the esteemed Black family in the ancient Malfoy lineage, carry with them legacies that date back centuries. Their names evoke a sense of tradition, power, and exclusivity, reflecting the deep-rooted and perceived importance of bloodline heritage in the wizarding world. Yet, the origins of magical bloodlines are not confined solely to those born into pure-blood families. Half-blood and muggle-born individuals also possess magical abilities, often discovering their latent powers as they journey into the wizarding world. These individuals, though perhaps lacking in historical lineage, bring their unique perspectives and strengths to the magical community, challenging the notion that blood purity defines worthiness. The Sacred 28 No discussion surrounding magical bloodlines is complete without mention of the Sacred 28, a pure-blood directory of the wizarding world's supposed most pure-blooded magical families, which is to say, the witches and wizards whose ancestors had not muddied their bloodlines with muggle integration. This extremely prejudiced list was released in the first half of the 20th century, sometime in the early 30s. Although the author of the publication remained anonymous, it was widely rumored to have been penned by Cantankerous Knot, with the Knot family, of course, making the list. However, whoever the author may have been, there is little doubt that the idea behind this despicable directory was perpetuated by the intolerant ideologies of Salazar Slytherin, one of the four founders of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. You see, Salazar was extremely open about his anti-Muggle sentiments, and not only did the Sacred 28 encourage the discrimination of Muggles, it also outlined the same wizarding families who Salazar himself had believed to be of pure magical blood. The assertion that some wizarding families were more pure than others was met with mixed review by the wizarding community. Some openly rejected their inclusion in the directory, as they rightly knew that their relatives had married muggles in the past, and they did not feel that this fact made them less than other magical families. However, sadly, many more wizarding families were upset at not being on the list. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The list includes many names you'd recognize. Weasley, Slughorn, Ollivander, Lestrange, but one thing remains constant. These surnames bear no more importance than the names of the other witches and wizards that inhabit the wizarding world. The witches that come from mixed origins or perhaps developed their latent magical abilities centuries after some of these other families. Blood Classifications Within the wizarding society, blood purity has been a long-standing source of division and prejudice. The categorization of magical bloodlines into pure-blood, half-blood, and muggle-born individuals has profound social implications that shape relationships, opportunities, 
and societal perceptions within the magical community. With that in mind, let me take a moment to define some of these terms associated with blood status. Pure bloods are those born into families with a long lineage of magical heritage. They trace their ancestry back to witches and wizards who did not have non-magical, muggle relatives. The term pure blood is often associated with notions of purity, tradition, and elitism in wizarding society. Pure blood families value their lineage and consider themselves the true guardians of magical tradition, and it's this belief in blood purity that often leads to a sense of superiority and exclusion, with pure blood individuals often looking down upon those of other bloodlines. Half-bloods have a magical parent and a non-magical, muggle parent, or have a mix of magical and non-magical heritage within recent generations. They straddle the line between pure-blood and muggle-born, occupying a middle ground in the wizarding social hierarchy. Some half-blood individuals are proud of their mixed heritage and embrace their diverse backgrounds, while others may face discrimination or prejudice from both pure-bloods and muggle-borns due to their hybrid bloodline. Muggle-borns come from non-magical families and are the first magical individuals in their lineage. Their sudden manifestation of magical abilities often surprises and confuses their muggle relatives. Muggle-borns face particular challenges within the wizarding society, as their lack of magical heritage can lead to skepticism and even hostility from some pure-blood individuals who believe that magical ability should only be reserved for those born into wizarding families. Muggle-born should not be confused with muggles who possess no magical ability. And broadly speaking, these are the main categories for blood purity. However, beyond these more overarching terms, confusion can sometimes arise, particularly when a member of one group decides to have children with a member of another group. In order to help bring clarity to some of these situations, I've created a list that outlines how to identify someone's blood status. The first two terms refer to the blood status of the parents, and the outcome refers to the child's blood status. Pure blood plus pure blood equals pure blood. Pure blood plus half blood equals half blood. Pure blood plus muggle born equals half blood. Pure blood plus muggle equals half blood. Half blood plus half blood equals half blood. Half blood plus muggle born equals half blood. Half blood plus muggle equals half blood. Muggle born plus muggle born equals half blood. Muggle-born plus Muggle equals Half-Blood, and Muggle plus Muggle equals Muggle, or Muggle-born if they develop magical abilities. It's also worth mentioning that all magical pairings just listed can also result in squibs, which are non-magical beings born of magical heritage. Rowling has said that, Squibs are rare. Magic is a dominant and resilient gene. This accounts for why a witch or wizard born to pure-blood and half-blood families would produce magical children, as well as why muggles produce muggle children, but leaves a few question marks in terms of muggle-born witches and wizards, and of course, squibs. The conclusion I've come to here is that squibs must be born of two parents who both have the non-magic muggle gene in their DNA. Using this theory, it wouldn't be surprising to learn of two half-blood parents having a squib, or of a half-blood witch or wizard whose partner was a muggle having a squib. People forget this, one thing that I feel is particularly overlooked is the reality that modern-day purebloods likely developed magical abilities in the same way that Muggleborns developed these abilities in the present day, yet they are somehow classified very differently in terms of wizarding society. The only difference between them is really time, and perhaps legacy. Because you see, the prevailing theory 
which has been bolstered by various interviews with JK Rowling, is that magical abilities in the world of Harry Potter are genetic. The often unacknowledged truth is that purebloods didn't just appear out of nowhere, they were once muggles too, and they simply evolved and adapted to the point where they developed magical DNA. One thing is for sure, however, purebloods are on the way out. As long as witches and wizards keep interbreeding, the day will come where true purebloods of old no longer exist. Closing Thoughts While attitudes towards blood purity and lineage can be deeply ingrained in certain segments of wizarding society, it's worth noting that not all individuals subscribe to these divisive beliefs. Throughout the series, we encounter many characters who challenge the notion that blood defines worthiness or capability. By exploring the definitions and examining the beliefs and prejudices associated with each bloodline category, we gain a more nuanced understanding of the social dynamics at play within wizarding society. And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.